welcome to a special episode of the 40 Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. Let's talk about the intersection of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Greg, over here. Got Lee Mark over here to my right. What's good, bro? Oh, what's up, man? Just recovering from this weekend, though. Uh, crazy game. Indeed, indeed, it is. Uh, down below me is, is Coach Tony. What's up, man? Hey, man, finally the temperature is up. It was too damn cold this past weekend in Atlanta. Dude, like, I, I, I did not ask for this cold. This, I just, I don't know. Like, I heard like there was like a cold front that was like all the way like from the northeast all the way down to like New Mexico, and of course, someone that that didn't experience that and, and is has a tan to prove it is this guy from Shea Butter FC. What's good, girl? I'm good. I'm warm. I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. Oh, what is that? What is that supposed to be? That's what I, I'm. I've been warm. I was in shorts. I'm a tent. I'm tent. I was like, you are, you are a I look brown, don't I? See? I match. Look at me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump your brakes now. Pump your brakes. Don't go there now. Ain't that dog, man. Y'all can't be boosting my hand because then it's like, dang, that look like the same as your, the palm. Black hair side look like the same as the palm hair side. Okay, never mind. But yeah, I'm back. <laughs> So you are in full preseason mode with Shea Butter and with Angel City. Like, uh, how are things uh, moving out there? Man, I'm exhausted. We did just two podcasts back to back. So, uh, yeah, we out here. We're going to be banging for drums. I'm not banging on the drums. I might bang on the drums. Ready to see my first Angel City game Saturday. So we're about to be out here in the streets of Fullerton in Orange County. But Nice. Scaring the white people. Yo, it's gonna be wild. <laughs> I can't Special wait. guests. I'm gonna keep saying her name on podcast so she makes sure she takes my ticket, Kaya. But yeah, we're going to the game. So pray. We behind the benches. You might see me on TV. Yo, sure. Okay, okay. Shout out to Kaya, by the way, because uh, I know she's getting ready for her law school. I know she's still in the process of picking her law school. I'm just going to say say this like I said on the uh, socials. Georgetown. Let's go ahead. Go where the money is. What the hell? Wherever the money. Who dropped the oh, money that, that, Yeah, there is that part, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, if, 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 if they're offering money, then yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and, and, and go with God, Yahweh. Allah, all of them. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been a few weeks since we've been on it with a full episode. Like the past couple weeks, you know, just been a lot going on, um, both uh, with FTC as well as the Cultureverse. And um, yeah, the uh, this episode here is largely dedicated to just our past travels the past few weeks. Uh, uh, Taylor Charlotte FC, uh, what you're going to see uh, throughout this video, uh, throughout this episode, is uh, a couple things. One, you're going to see uh, our trip to Charlotte uh, two weeks ago. We went to their first uh, home game against the LA Galaxy. Also, uh, Mark was able to uh, link up with uh, one of our good homies, uh, Pancake. Uh, his his uh, Royal name is Justin Lee for the for the people who know him at home. 
but uh, we, we know him good and well as, as Pancake. Uh, former Atlanta supporter, but then, you know, he, he found himself a little closer to home, something to pull him in with the locals and uh, with Charlotte FC. And uh, we got a chance to follow him both. Uh, we went to uh, D.C. for the very first game, right. then to Charlotte uh, for, the, for the home over, and then uh, Atlanta this past Sunday. I wish I had been there on Sunday. I was only there for like a, a very short bit, but I will get that two up and two down, I promise you. Because, yeah, I, I was toe up on, on, on Sunday um, over what happened um, that day. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, wanted to at least, before we get up uh, into the interview, like I so said, we just wanted to catch up and just, you know, see how see how y'all are doing with the culture. Of course, thank you guys for Check us out your favorite podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audio Boom, Spotify. Um, whoever is is not fucking with Russia, I'm pretty sure we're we're on those podcasts at least. So you know, make sure that you get us, of course, at the FTC UTD YouTube channel. Uh, and it, it it just so happened that, like I said, I was feeling really good about United. Um, Why this past weekend? Like I said, Saturday like Saturday was was a good day. Things were things were looking good. Uh, we 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 did good against against Spurs. Uh, Everyone does good against Spurs. Yeah, that's not a hot bar. <laughs> no, that I knew. See, you, me as you a free said, agent, me as a free agent, I knew that that was dangerous. But go ahead. See, because like that right there, it reminds me. Like I I, I got some people bugging me online at at this very moment talking about. Kyrie scoring sixty, but I'm like, it's just a magic. I'm like, <laughs> like why, like why am I going to gas it up as if it's something major? Because it's it's against the magic. Like it was like like Kobe's last game against Utah. I'm like they, they, like they were out of the playoffs. They did not give two flying shits about what happened. It was like, hey, we just like one two three Cancun. That's that's what we were on. And but yeah, like I guess uh you know beating Spurs ain't ain't what it used to be, but. A certain number seven did uh, break. Now, I don't know what's up with FIFA, like with how they count goals and shit, but apparently there was a record that, that he broke. Uh, and, of course, if you ask, depending on who you ask, that might be the real record. It might not be. If you ask Pele, he'd be like, nah, I still got like 300 more goals. Like, how Right. Yeah, it's it's the whole because like who was like we literally don't know who's uh, some of what uh, Pele was playing against. Like really, when we think of Pele in terms of his achievements, we think about like the World Cups, right, and national teams mm-hmm. and so on. And even then, like Brazil was way ahead of the game. So it's like not to take anything away from him. I mean, he was obviously like great for his era, but he, he, I guess it's he, like counts like all the goals that he scored in friendlies practices. Yeah. Like if, if if he out in the streets, he, he's counting those two. And but then on so the flip side, right? Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say basically you're saying Pele is like Satchel Page, where he's just adding all the stats. like you know, Satchel Page used to do the same thing with his stat lines and everything. Although he was amazing, but he didn't come to the majors till he was what fifty damn years old almost. And they talk about all the wins and losses he had within the Negro League. So basically, Pele is a Satchel Page. Of hey, hold on, talk about real quick. That's what we're Hold on, tell about. Do we have some new artwork um, behind you, Coach? Oh snap! Yeah. Oh snap! You even, even got. Even but, hey, but more importantly, more importantly, more importantly. Oh dang! I'm like, that's that piece. You I'm can't really tell. <laughs> My daughter drew this of me. 
Oh, see, and, and mind you, with the beard, you know, because we don't mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You, you, get, you gotta have that stash, man. You can't trust anybody without a stash and a beard. But uh, um, I do notice um, Memphis with the gloves on up top, though, babe. Yeah, that's right. You know, she got the gloves on. You know, she she still keeps on flirting with that portero, portera position. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see if that comes into play. That's what's up, man. That's she can be a center back. Fullback. I don't care. I, I, I just hope she plays any, a sport. I don't care if it's soccer, goalkeeper, or whatever. I don't Throw people on the ground. Sport. Throw them on the ground. <laughs> hey, she might be a dope curling player. I don't know. As long as she's dope at it, I don't care. You know? <laughs> oh, Wait, they curling no. in Southwest Atlanta? What are we doing? You said, you said what? They curling in Southwest cur- Atlanta? <laughs> Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's a new generation. We try, you know, they try to get scholarships. <laughs> you know, <hell. laughs> you we know don't know where to go until we do it. Hey, Morehouse, Morehouse has a polo team. Yeah, that's so, true. I saw you know what I'm saying? How, wait a minute. Hold up. How, how, how do you see? That's how you know Morehouse is, is just especially fancy because you got you managed to have a polo team, but we still ain't got no damn soccer team. I'm like, I said, so, I'm, I'm, I'm working on I'm hey, still on, got lacrosse. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm getting in. I'm like, yo, like if once I get it, this admission, then I'll be like, yo, I'm one of y'all now. So, Let's help with the soccer team. I, I I talked to a few brothers who are on the polo team there because when I got to speak to um, the Oprah scholars at Morehouse a few weeks ago, and um, you know they definitely had talked about you know the fact of. You know, Morehouse not having a soccer team, and so some several of them came up to me afterwards trying to figure out a plan to, you know, try to chip at that issue, and mm-hmm. uh, they were laughing at the fact they were like, "Yeah, we're on a polo team. How do we have a polo team?" And I was like, "Wait, you're on a polo team?" They're like, "Yeah, me and these other three guys." I was like, yeah. <laughs> "There's more of us." We're and crew. Then <laughs> but then they said no most of them are most of them are you know good old country boys who you know come from the farms and they love to ride horses. They never played polo before, but they just they just love ride horses. So that's the key way of how they got into polo at Morehouse, you know. But you know, someone has money and gave it to them, and Morehouse was like, "Yep, we'll take that check." So just like how they got volleyball, they got men's volleyball there now Morehouse. So U.S. Volleyball Association gave them a million dollars for that. Yeah, they took that check real quick. Also, to get U.S. soccer to give a check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, we, we, we know people. In a diversity inclusion. Like, so, like, like that, right. this absolutely needs to happen. Like, like I said, like, like, things are coming in the next year and the next four years. And I'm like, Morehouse needs to jump on that. Uh, Clark needs to. Uh, everybody needs to. You see, like, that just, it's an automatic. And like I said, given what's coming up, yeah. Get up, get up on that. But to um, to hop back on uh, the United doing not much of shit um, against the Spurs because um, I don't want to say this for um, two up and two down, but um, uh, a certain number seven, we 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 gonna need to have a conversation because we we did not ask for Tom Brady to come back, like, but all of a sudden you start having. I knew that. Mentions. I knew it. I saw that conversation. I was like, I hope he is not telling that man to come right. back. You know he did. You know he did. I mean, it, I know he probably, he probably thinking like, hey, if you can do it, I mean, I, I can do I can play two on 45. I'm like, dog, first of yeah. all, sit down. <laughs> Second of all, 
uh, ain't nobody want him back here. Like, <laughs> like he was good. He was. We were all well and good. Say, hey, we are finally done with Tom Brady. And does he realize who follows him too? A certain ex national team player. Oh God! I don't need her getting ideas. Oh, Bro, oh, stop, oh, stop, we, stop, you know, we, have, we haven't even been on since um since uh Miss Hope's uh podcast got started. Like, like, uh, I saw that ep- that I, I listened to the first episode with with uh that. Oh, you listened to it. <laughs> it was listen. peak peak listen. fragility. Yo, and whiteness, boy. <laughs> uh, all all I can say is, I can say like, it's it's. Birds of a feather flock together, and yes. and um, it, it's it's funny to me like how how they try to call out you know people who were about about their personal brands, and I'm like, hang on here, <laughs> like <laughs> nothing Speaking about of. that makes sense. <laughs> because if anything, okay. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, y'all have y'all seen Bomani Jones show on HBO yet? No, oh I, man! I know it just premiered on um, this past Sunday. And I, and Wait I, and till I'm... you see Stephen A. on there. You want to talk okay. about an ego? Shit, my brother! <laughs> God damn! The first ten minutes, you're like, "Holy shit!" He said he is more popular than ninety percent of the players in the NBA. Do you believe that? Do yeah, I, do. I, I do. I can see. I can see it. <laughs> I get why he goes. He started to go on about how, like, he was, I think he was at the Madison Square Garden or somebody. He was talking to somebody, one of the NBA players, and he said there was a line forming, like, around, you know, several different, you know, rooms and everything like that. And the line was formed to get his autograph and not the NBA player's autograph. And he just started going on with that, that head, that forehead of his, that five head, just got (laughs) Bigger, and bigger. Yeah, he were he size ten. That's a size ten. Twenty. He wow. got you beat. He got oh, you beat. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, but you know what though? Considering the few players that they do talk about in the league, it's like see, you're not gonna gloss over that. We clown you. You go accept that. I let that go. <laughs> I let that like as, as soon as I, I saw an issue, that that jump was gone. I but, got like, you, guys. I got even you. A, like you know, God bless him. But yeah, that uh, he's, he's trying to hang on to that as as much as possible. Like, but yeah, it's like considering how few players they talk about. It's like yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised that he's more popular and he's probably more, yeah. more well known than like 90 percent of the league because he's the one. He's on like 80 different ESPN shows, you know, talking about whatever. Well, and it's also a thing. I mean, you know. When you are constantly uh, uh, antagonizing people, <laughs> I mean, when you sparking shit, you're going to get that kind of clickbait material. I mean, you, I mean, shit. Trump is one of the most famous people in the world too, but it don't mean that you know. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's that's, that's that's a voice that you just got to. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, I, I, well, yeah. I mean, I know this is the culture or whatever, but I always like to ask people which one they hate more: Skip Bayless or. You know, Stephen A. Uh, skip, easy. Skip, easy. Skip, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I mean, it's, even it's, if even if Stephen A. can hit the asterisk, oh oh oh, in, you know, <laughs> he can <laughs> he can be peak. But, but 
Yeah, uh, but you got you got to stay off the weed. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Although he can be an extra ass black dude, Skip Bayless just be annoying. You be like, shut yeah. up. Yeah, it must be annoying and wrong. I'm like, dude, like, no, but like, <laughs> and he's a Cowboys fan. Like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. The 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 thing about about Stephen A. is that despite his blatant obnoxiousness, is that he still has a charm to him that still works. Yeah. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he knows how to be smooth when he wants to be. He knows how to be serious when he wants to be, and he knows how to like. It's always funny to me, like how. He prefaces certain statements like how say it's a, it's a close personal friend of mine who I've who I've broken yep. bread with who who is see the birth I was of at the ball one there. night and I was talking to Kevin Durant and I was like Kevin wait when did we get Stephen A on here hold on hold on <laughs> you in the league I played ball. So tell me, as one ball player to another. <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I want to know before he became, you know, part of the media, did he, was he that name dropper at the club? Oh, yeah, you know, uh, my homeboy Coolio. Coolio was up there, you know what I'm saying? Let me up in there real quick. Oh, God. Like that. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But well, um, was, one thing I will say real quick about Stephen A. Then Bomani, I think, brought this up in one of his episodes is that he does like hours of radio a day. Yeah, like, like he's he on. Works. Yeah, he radio works. and TV, and like I don't know how. Like I would have energy for like maybe an hour or two a day. Yeah, like all things considered, like with his TV and radio workload, like I was actually kind of stunned that I didn't find out until like last year that he, that he actually has kids. I was like. When do you have time? Like, right. how does this? Like, how does that even uh, make sense? You got like, kids? How? Yeah, Sorry. multiple, multiple. <laughs> like, oh. if, like, yeah, like he, like, is he? I can see that he probably got the little. Gives him, you say, he like, probably yeah, got I'm his crown here. royal bag rolling up on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like what Spice bad. Adams be talking about <laughs> getting his Spice Adams on. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> no, but, uh, got the dress. But, uh, no sock. <laughs> <laughs> the loafer. But, um, but yeah, like, so, of course, today we had uh, Ch- Champions League. Actually, let's, let's catch up on a little bit of both games. Of course, United went out the day. Uh, they uh, they fell victim to, once again to, to uh, Simeone Ball. And, yeah. Uh, so, that actually leaves both number seven, and also Messi um, out of Champions League out, out in the round, round of 16 course. Yeah, last week I thought that PSG had that, and then once again they reminded us that PSG yeah. is still PSG. Kareem. And, and they about to see. Kareem the dream. Black listen, Kareem. Yo, I know the fact that Mbappe is available on a free this summer. But um, why exactly are, is um, Madrid trying to go ahead and push out Kareem? Because I'm like, do you think that that's happening? Wait, wait, whoa! Why would you do that? Whoa! Yeah. We bring in, we gonna bring, we gonna keep the light skinned brother to bring the other brother. <laughs> I, well, I think the idea would be to play to play Mbappe or so, so, like, put him on on the on the right and then have Vinny on the left and still have. 
in uh, Bismarck on the in the middle. Like, how would that work? Yeah. So that's 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 how we think. I feel like Vinny would get moved to the right. I think that's what will happen. Okay. Hey, okay. this is how it is. The ball. Do what y'all. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just make it work. You figure that out. You figure it for going out. I'll call it, man. <laughs> hey, just make it work. Do it. Do it. Them dudes at that level are like, listen. Game by game, um, but it matters on that. Just make sure that is stretching that back line. That space from Bobby and Vince work. Yeah, if 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 you do. Um, I guess Mbappe on the left, um, Vinny on, on the right, and and Kevin Mbappe. Like I, I'll say this much, because you you say just go ahead and and just throw it out, throw the ball out there, and just and just have to work it out. But I'm like, you, you told they told PSG to work it out, and 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 they out. <laughs> I think uh, so. I think Ancelotti is a kind of an underrated manager, um, but I think he's one who could manage egos. And I think for PSG is beyond even the manager. I mean, like I don't think Pochettino is beyond me. Yeah, it's beyond me now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, Poch is that good. But uh, you know, I think the culture stinks at PSG. Quite frankly, you know, like Tuchel was at PSG and he got into a final, but you know, he was still out the following year. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like if anything, he got y'all farther than. than where y'all ever got before, and y'all said, you know what, let's go ahead and move on for reasons that just make absolutely no sense. Right. And and um, so you got uh, Tuchel, not, not Tuchel, um, Pochettino out, Ragnarok's out, uh, all these uh, supposed United candidates uh, aren't looking too hot right now. And That's what I'm a free agent. <laughs> Soon to jump back on the Madrid cheese train. It's hard, it's hard right now for a pimp. That's, that's that's all I can really, really say there. And you know, and, and not getting scored on goals like that that happened today. Embarrassing. <laughs> like I said, we, we, we embarrassing me, and I'm not a fan. All, all, all we can do is just put on a brave face right now, and and then just be glad that you know that we're not Chelsea, because at least, well, I can't even see that. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, you say that, man. Here's the thing about Chelsea. This is when we thrive, man. Like you, If you look at what Chelsea does well, it's when it's chaos going on. And this is the ultimate chaos. True. So, I mean, because, like, like who who drove the bus this weekend? That's, that's what I want to know. Yeah, I know, right? It was probably Tuchel himself. <laughs> they probably took turns. You're talking oh. about, oh, no, five-hour trip to Middlesbrough. That's hilarious, actually. Like... <laughs> Man, from DC to Atlanta is what eight hours, nine hours? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. and on a bus too, we got make stops. That's probably that's probably a smooth ten. Smooth mm-hmm. 10. on the uh, mega bus. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we <laughs> know that the mega bus. You know, <laughs> thought that by going to Europe, that he'd be getting away from these MLS problems, and he realized, hey, the MLS problems found him. Yeah, they can't and, help. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, the women have to do this all the time. They gotta be on buses. They ain't getting flunked out. So, hey, if you if you in the if you in the WNBA, you're not allowed to have a charter flight anyway. You gotta be on frontier. Yeah. 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 That's so disrespectful. They got, they got five fifty thousand for flying charter. Yeah. Oh, they almost yo, they almost disbanded the New York Liberty because they was flying yo. charter jets. Yo. Hey, they're CBA. They're hey, CBA as well. They can't they can't fly jet blue because it's privilege. They gotta fly Frontier <laughs> or uh Oh, that's right, they merge. Yeah, Frontier, whatever that disaster is, <laughs> so it's not a disadvantage. Yeah. He was like value jet. Yo, they were flying value jet. Value jet. <laughs> hold jet. hold on to your seats. Hold on to your seats. Figure to you literally. Uh, literally. Dollar jet. They're 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 flying Atlanta Air. Yeah. <laughs> Damn TWA ass. Soul train. They on the soul plane. Oh god. Soul plane here. But yeah. uh um, we're gonna give y'all five hundred K. Five hundred K for going on soul plane. <laughs> so so what can y'all do right now? Like because apparently uh the shirt sponsor said, nah, we we don't want to be on your shirt, even though Chelsea But they have to keep it on there. Them. So yeah, that was originally what they were gonna do. They were gonna like have blank blue shirts, but for some reason, like they have to keep it on there. I was actually looking forward to seeing it without that stupid three on the front, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> I thought that was for y'all. I thought y'all loved it. I, th- I like the three. Let's go, Chelsea. Ah, not with that design. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's didn't not it my favorite. It, it I would I would great. prefer the word three in like cursive or something or some fancy font. Like that would be cool. But the number three. The hell is that, man? Especially when y'all lose, and it's like, how like how many goals y'all y'all give up? Oh god! <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're in the beginning of, of that sponsorship. Like, yeah, the jokes were endless. Of course, now uh, winning, and it's like it, it, it doesn't work as well no more. But that's okay. Speaking of, speaking of <laughs> sponsorships, yeah. y'all, y'all see the new Barcelona sponsorship? Oh yeah, I didn't see what that looks like. What does that look like as a jersey, though? Is it? Um, so like they the actually, Spotify? um, I saw like. It, it, of course, I follow all the underground stuff. So, like, I've they uh, they leak pictures of the of next year's kit and and with uh, Spotify. So, like, so they kind of backtrack real quick. Spotify has agreed to a three hundred million dollar per year uh, deal with FC Barcelona. They're outfitting the kits, practice kits, all that, and they are also getting naming rights to the stick to the famous Camp Nou. Where Spotify camp new. Now there was one inter- interesting thing that I, I saw upon reading. Apparently, in the press release, there's uh, something in there where it's like they might uh, like promote like certain artists, possibly like on on their kiss. So like you might have like a Shakira, you have PK wearing Shakira on 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 a shirt and everything. <laughs> That'd be absolutely funny shit. And uh, cause like, I don't know if, I don't know, like if y'all are old enough to remember, but Atletico Madrid, um, they, they had a, a deal with, uh, one of the movie studios and like, they had like Spider-Man, uh, yeah, kid, those no, dope. No, dope. on, on the front of their those jerseys. Are dope. Like, are dope, it, yeah. like, I'm wondering if it would be something like that, where you just end up with like different artists and shit. You're going to have Jason Derulo. On, on, on jersey. I don't know. Hey, you why you BSing? You gonna have BTS on there. You gonna have some K <laughs> pop. You think hey. I'm playing? Fuck around have Joe Rogan on your shirt. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. 
You gotta have that, my that, body, that, my that, choice that, on that's the front. A legit possibility. That's a legit yeah, possibility. Hey, the funniest thing is you see that machine gun kill again. Responsible on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, ride that wave, man. Listen, that's that's uh that's wild, but yeah, like uh, uh, uh I mean, I guess at Barcelona is at the point where you know it's like whatever we can do to get to get out of this hole, and I mean. If nothing else, I mean, Xavi's actually doing some things with Barcelona. They 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 they're on, they got him on track the, the past like month and a half. So you know, more black people. Uh, hello, uh, exactly. the blacks hey. are here. Exactly. Hey, Gregor, you said almost as day one of the podcast. You know, the culture's everywhere. That's what you need. Insert the culture, baby. Both 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 Real and and Barcelona have have suddenly discovered like, hey, might be something to these black people, man. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yo, (laughs) like, goddamn, these physical specimens. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) dude. They're so quick. They're so fast. They're, they're so they're quick. That pace and that power. Oh my god. Oh, that that twitch muscles are just. Uh. You know their their calf their calf muscles are yeah. longer than ours. So, uh, that makes them. And they're so tall. They're so tall. So have, I mean, speaking of that, have y'all been watching Winning Time? You know, on HBO. Not, Not yet. I saw that clip though. Listen. Holy. Yo. Yo, <laughs> that shit. Hey, everybody needs to watch it. That shit is. If even twenty five percent of that is actually true, yo, yo, I mean, Magic? Jerry West, the, the Jerry West shit alone, like, yeah, Jerry West backstory and how like he was just a fucking head case. But I want to say like hit like he only came out just a few years ago like talking about like his his mental health issues that um that he had um growing up and I guess going into his career and then of course you transition from player to coach and executive like that that transition's not always uh smooth and everything and I can only imagine especially having Gone through the fi- so many finals, losing to the Celtics and everything. Well, yeah, like, yeah, they highlight. Yeah, they highlight this shit of like he lost all the time to the Celtics. And and and, and, then <laughs> the, and I didn't realize that he was the only. He's the only NBA player to lose in the finals and still be named Finals MVP. MVP. That's, yeah, that's, wow. And wow. of course, they ended episode one with him throwing out. Um, his Finals MVP trophy out of his office. Okay. So yeah, you haven't seen the second episode yet. Oh yes, I have. Like I said, oh yeah, like I said, oh, okay. Magic. Okay. Yo, Magic was a savage. Magic was an absolute savage. Like, <laughs> oh shocker. Yeah. <laughs> was still is. You know, like, you always hear, you always get the jovial side of of Magic, and just you get that that talkative side. But then of course you don't you don't get all the the savage part of that talkative side where he's like, yo. Cookie's a uh, little boyfriend, like he just he just did him. Well, the, yeah, the classic scene is when he plays Cookie's boyfriend on the basketball yeah. court and just yes. rips him apart. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's a classic scene. Y'all gotta watch it. Is yes, please go. Yeah, wait. I saw they had that clean. They had that. They had that scene on the internet. I was like, yo, he said that is still alive. Yo, yeah, <laughs> clean it out. Clean him up. Yo, and then I think like two or three episodes. I think two to four episodes have black directors. Uh, for mm-hmm. them. You know, Jonah Hill did one episode. Jonah Hill yeah. did the last episode, the second yeah. episode. But they have like two to four episodes that are done by black directors. So nice. you definitely got to check it out. But yeah, definitely got to check it out. Of course, um, on the um, 
Um, flip side, um, after the interview, we got more with with Sky and two up and two down. But um, yeah, like we're gonna take a quick break, get y'all ready for this interview. So I don't even think I've even set up the interview. Uh, what like what's gonna happen with this? So like we got Jalen Lindsay, we got Darius Barnes with the front office with uh, Charlotte FC. And like I said, we also got uh, our homie Pancake um, also um, back on with us to, to talk on like so these past few weeks and just like the the presence of Shard FC in the Charlotte community and everything and just what this means going forward. So stick with us. We'll be back. Hello. Now, of course, uh, you've been in this for a while, right? Supported at USL level and, and so on. What how does it make you feel seeing all those people for the MLS team in particular? It's it's been an interesting thing because supporting the USL, you're like, I don't know if we can adequately support an MLS team in a 75,000 seat stadium, but it's one of those things now where I'm seeing here and there. There's different like flags for Charlotte FC now there's different kits and I'm seeing all these people in Charlotte that were soccer fans before it's just that in the past nobody's tapped into that market well enough right. nobody's done a good enough job to get those people that are sort of interested in soccer interested in soccer and it's it just feels like a long time coming too with the delay from COVID and whatnot it's just cool to see everybody out here see different people see different levels of support and whatnot it's it's awesome to see yeah now bring in an MLS team to the city and state do you think that's going to help grow the interest in soccer and overall maybe like even lower league soccer eventually yeah i mean i think it can uh i think it does come down to like the teams that want to put in the effort to get fans and whatnot i mean i think it'll it'll raise like the iq for soccer fans in the city it'll raise like the general interest um i don't know that it's going to trickle down to the lower league though because i feel like if you're going to support an mls team you're going to support an mls team if you're going to support a lower league team you're going to do that too so I'm, I'm excited to see what it will do, though, because there's tons of teams in the area. There's teams all over North Carolina and, and Charlotte specifically. So it's going to be curious to see how it grows the next couple of years. Now, do you, we're expecting 75,000 here at the stadium today. Obviously, they won't have the full stadium for every game, but would you do you expect, like, full stadiums for the whole seating? So to my knowledge, they haven't announced opening the upper deck at all for any other game. Now, I imagine, like, Maybe an Atlanta game or a rivalry game or a playoff game kind of thing, they probably would. Um, but I think if nothing else, we'll have the lower bowl packed out, which is going to be fun. It's going to be 35,000 people. It's going to be like nothing else Charlotte has seen in a long time. I was thinking about it today, and like it's been like 30 years since a club team in Charlotte has gotten more than 10,000 people in a stadium. We're going to have seven times that. It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. Um, and I just hope we score. It'd be great if we won too. Right. Um, but yeah. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. So what is? I've seen this shirt. So obviously, you did not your first MLS game. How does this compare so far to what you experienced? This is very similar to um, ATL. It's, it's, it's got a passion about it, you get me? It's got like a European kind of vibe. I think, that, I think they've tapped in, you get me? And I think we need to do these kind of things in England. 
You understand? Like, they just banned drinking on Wembley Way. And that's like the whole part of the cup final. You're going down Wembley Way, you're having a drink with the lads. That's the whole football vibe, you get me? Yeah. And in America, you're more, you're more free with it. You understand? And maybe it's because it is the whole America. You understand? This is America. Yeah. You get me? But there's some things that you need to take from us, which you are, but there's yeah. some things that we have to take as well. So, and you know, I was talking to a supporter last week, right? They were in DC, the DC and Charlotte supporters, they were, you know, kind of camaraderie before and after the game. You think that's something that like we need you need to see in England or other countries? How do you feel about that? Could you hang out with Spurs fans before again? Bro, for me, that's the only thing where I'm like, we need there has to be a rivalry. You get me? I'm not saying fight, right. but it's not a friend thing. Okay. You understand? Like, I saw LA Galaxy man rolling through here. Yeah. That would never happen at Arsenal, bro. Right. You understand? Like, God forbid if a Tottenham fan walks into an Arsenal pub, what will happen to him, bro? You yeah. understand? Because it won't be a pretty sight. But that's the whole part of football. You get me? And I think as the MLS grows, you'll start to see that. I think the only rivalry you have that with right now is the LA rivalry. Yeah. With Galaxy and, and LAFC. I think maybe with Atlanta, you lot could build that. Because that will probably be your closest thing. You get me? And you're, yeah. and you're both similar the way you're going, the way you're dealing with it. Yeah. So, obviously, no fighting in them thing there, but let's keep it aggressive. Okay. But but fr friendly aggressive, right. you feel me? So, yeah. Now, obviously a lot of fans out there are expecting 75,000. What do you make of that for a team that's playing this only second game ever? A team that literally didn't exist before. Like, like yeah, talk, speak on that a little bit. That's, that's wild. Because when we came here, we're Arsenal Football Club. Yeah. We're worldwide, we are global. And we only got 44,000 in there. So even though this is your home state, Arsenal coming, it's a bigger pool. You understand? There's, there's Arsenal gooners that live in, 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 uh, in Charlotte, all over North Carolina. So for them to have that pool for the MLS club shows that Charlotte is a football state, not a soccer state, yeah? Football, major league football, not major league soccer. You understand? But we got the MLS same way, you don't know. And we are back. Uh, Tony uh, is checked in with TSA right now. So uh, we're rolling um, with the dynamic duel with me and Mark uh, here for this interview. Uh, yes, yeah, so what we've um, been talking about uh, the whole week. And uh, so we're very excited to to get these uh, men on the show with this um, just to kind of just recap everything that that, um, that we that's gone on the past few weeks uh, we well Mark went up to DC for the uh, first game against DC United we came um, as the whole team came up uh, for the um, home opener and then of course we actually got some bonus footage uh, this past Sunday for the uh, when they came and played here in Atlanta and um, yeah we just uh, wanted to get our our brothers up in Charlotte uh, some time on the show and just talk about this whole experience and, and just this journey of creating Charlotte FC and just what this means to the community and, and beyond so on the show right now, we have uh, uh, the Director of Business Operations for Shaw FC, Darius Barnes. What's good with you, bro? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having and, me. And also a Raleigh native and somehow, some way, a Blue Devil. We'll get that. Don't, don't forget it either. That's, that's a very important <laughs> We'll get to that in a second. Um, also uh, uh, joining us is our 
a near dear friend of us, um, like we've known Pancake for since year year one, year two at least. Yeah, I want yeah, to say year, year one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he defected and <laughs> went home. The now he's a supporter was Charlotte FC. The his his uh government name is Justin Lebo. Like so, we know him as the infamous Pancake. What's going on with you, man? Hey, what's up? How's it going, guys? Hey, hey, we are here. We are. Uh, so we're we're making it work. <clears> right. Um. Good to see you again, man. Glad to have you. Yeah, good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. And last but not least, we have a defender for Charlotte FC, uh, Charlotte natives. I I had like I said, Wiki needs to needs to fix their stuff because I was about to just be all backwards and have Burlington. And and I said he is a he's a Charlotte's own uh, Jalen Lindsay. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey, it's a it's a good day in the A. Glad to, uh, to have you guys on. How y'all feeling? Yeah, good. Yeah, not too bad. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we uh again we've uh had the opportunity to to uh to follow you guys uh, the, uh these first uh few weeks. We're we're coming in on the first month of uh of Charlotte FC um as as an official team in MLS. Uh, how's uh, the vibe been going so far? Uh yeah, it's not, it's been. I think it's been pretty good. I think we're as a team. It's everything's been positive. Um, it also helps too with you know kind of our coach is uh, a very good coach, kind of on and off the ball and on and off the field as well. Uh, just brings such good you know kind of vibes to the team and always just you know so happy and so you know ready to learn and that, that's all you want as a player. And I think everyone you know on the team appreciates that and that where the energy starts to come from. Um, and then that energy passes on to the players and then the players pass it on with each other. So, um, you know, obviously the first three weeks, uh, we haven't got, you know, the results that we wanted, but, um, I think just with the vibe of the team right now, and, you know, I think if we just keep going the way we're doing, I think, uh, you know, good things will come. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that just from, like I said, I, I didn't go to DC, Mark did, but I did watch on the game on the local Charlotte station. And I say, I, I easily see a progression that's, uh, that's been happening uh, from week one now to, to uh, week three and now going into uh, week four against uh, new England. Uh, I think that, you know, it's all a process, especially with it being an experienced team, just, uh, let's say sometimes guys it's got to take those lumps and everything. Uh, what's been on the vibe for you, pancake? It's been good. Like I've really, I think I've been enjoying it, and as a fan, you can see the team getting better every week, and it's it's really exciting to see that. It was a heartbreaker against Atlanta. I don't, I don't think yeah. that was that wasn't the result we deserved, but that's how soccer is sometimes. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, uh, now, Darius, uh, of course, you've been you know working behind the scenes. We actually ran into you uh, during uh, tailgate. Uh, during during the home opener, uh, just like from uh, front office perspective, like what's been the um, the 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 vibe as far as just in the community and in, in Charlotte and North Carolina as a whole, like what's uh, like like where have y'all been looking to grow out in the in the area? Yeah, man, I don't think we could have asked for anything more from a community standpoint. Just the support that that we've gotten in the community, um, you know. Just, Jalen can speak to it just, you know, being at, at the stadium, you know, you, you put all these months and you do all this groundwork trying to build the club from the inside um, and to see that come to fruition, just seeing all the support, having, you know, 
hosted 75,000 fans for the inaugural home match just just speaks to the potential and opportunity we have to make an impact um, you know, in the Carolinas with, with this team and in the sport and continue to grow the sport. So, you know, we just want to continue to build on that. Um, it is really what it's about, just continue to enhance and, and grow. You know, as Jalen said, you know, we've had some, some unlucky results on, on the pitch, but the results are going to come. You know, we got to continue to trust the process and we got a good group of players on the field. We got a great manager in Miguel. Angel Ramirez, um, we got a good roster that's going to continue to build and grow, and the results are come. You know, every expansion team kind of takes on a path of its own. You know, everyone's not going to be Atlanta with, you know, immediate success. Everyone's not going to be some other clubs who, you know, who struggle for the duration of the season. There's there's an in-between there as well. So we're creating our own path and finding our own path, um, and, you know, I have no doubt that Charlotte FC is going to be a success when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think the like the important thing because you know, as someone that's followed Atlanta since uh, day one, like Mark and Tay, like that first season, like we we were more excited than consistent, and and I think that I see the, some of the same things with Charlotte, where it's like each well, aside for that first game, well, we'll we'll let that one go, <laughs> right, but, right, uh, right. But uh, at least um, the game against LA, the game against. Uh, Atlanta, uh, it, like y'all, were, y'all were in it, and just mm-hmm. a matter of just t- turning things around. And I think just having that hope and just having that particular, like just this push and say like, hey, like we're like we're still in it. Like that goes a long way as far as just building that that fan base to say like, hey, you know, we might not be where we want to be, but we're um, we're, uh, we're at least we're on the right track. Uh, what what you got, Mark? Yeah, actually, uh, I had a question for Jalen. Uh, and so, like, kind of piggybacking off, you know, uh, we've seen an improvement in the games, right? But, you know, one of the things I always maintain as a fan is that we don't see the behind the scenes, right, particularly training. Uh, what's something from, like, the training pitch that you've seen that gives you uh, encouragement for the direction the team is going and, you know, gives you uh, optimism for results in the near future? Yeah, so I think I think – First of all, kind of like, I think just like the play style that, you know, Miguel wants us to play, like, like he's obviously a very possession based coach. Um, and so when you kind of see that, you know, stuff that we kind of do in training, you know, like a lot of players like haven't done what, you know, his style is. So like at first mm-hmm. we're all kind of like, oh, like, is this going to work type thing? But then, mm-hmm. you know, like obviously, like, like you said, it's a process, you know, we're going to make mistakes. Sometimes like stuff happens and, it's all about kind of, you know, adapting and learning. And I think that's the good thing about, you know, especially as players, all we've done has been adapting really well. And I think we've been so far, I mean, the first three games, like I said, it's been unlucky, but, you know, we're molding into his style of play and we're just getting better and better each game, in my opinion, um, which is a really good thing. And I think second as well is I think just, you know, kind of how our group is. And like you guys said about like kind of the fight that we have, like, we, everyone, you know, pushes each other in training. We encourage each other. You know, we help each other, you know, when there's bad moments and good moments because that's what makes a team. You know, in a team, you know, there's going to be dips. There's going to be, you know, times where we're going to be, you know, winning a lot of games and there's times we're going to be not winning a lot of games. We're times where we'll get unlucky, but it's all about, you know, moving together, you know, as a team, you know, whether it's, you know, good or bad. So, um, I think that's just a good thing about, you know, the training pitches. You know, I think everything that we do, from the training pitch directly, you know, translates to the field, which is such a really good thing because, you know, you, you train so hard for something during the week and then you want to, 
you know, expose it on the weekend. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we're doing right now. And, you know, I think it's, like I said, it's a process and it takes time, but you know, the goals will come and the results will come as well. So, um, you know, I think as of right now, the training, the training part's been really, really, really well. Cool. 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 Now, uh, now pancake, uh, of course, uh, your uh, your supporters group is, is uh, Southbound and Crown, and uh, of course, you had the, uh, the the entire uh, Charlotte supporters um, had the first tea flow. Like, what type of uh, atmosphere do you hope that the supporters create inside the stadium? Of course, we saw what we saw how how y'all got down in, in tailgate. I was like, I was like, okay, like we you know you know we got high standards, so it's like like that that part was uh, pretty good. Like, like what as far as like inside the stadium, like what type of uh, vibe are y'all looking to uh, build on from the first game? Yeah, I just I think that we can continue to improve on the uh, the atmosphere in the stadium. The first game was like seventy five thousand. Everybody was new. It was still loud. It was still electric. <clears throat> but I think um, the supporter section is going to be a little bit more, more compact in the future, so you can mm-hmm. hear like chants better and whatnot. So we're definitely trying to like um, organize that a little bit more, so you can hear the chants more, so we can bring mm-hmm. the noise. Yeah, yeah. Like of course, the dynamics between Bank of America Stadium and the Benz are different. Of course, with Bank of America, it's, it's open, so like the, the air, the noise travels so much differently. And I was like, yeah. of course, how uh, we. Uh, had the opportunity to uh, hang in the support section um, during that first game, and yeah, like like it's just there's so much that that you have to kind of adjust to um, in that type of space. And um, like I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys have for us uh, this week. This weekend, y'all have um, Saturday night game against uh, New England, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Now, like you said, like the uh, the on uh, first game. MLS attendance record was broken. Uh, seventy four, four seventy nine uh, people came to the game. So is it all downhill from here? From here, or are we just like how? Like how are we looking to uh, to build the uh, the fan base even even more uh, up in that area? Of course, that's open to everybody. Yeah, I, I could jump in. I mean, I think it's a matter of just you know, like I said, building that momentum and you know, catapulting from what we created from from the inaugural match. Um, of course, we know it's going to be you know, match in and match out for, you know, probably 16 more home games. It's going to be around, you know, 30,000. So how do we replicate that energy? And, and to Pancake's mm-hmm. point, it's a matter of, you know, how do we how do we allow our supporters to really bring that energy and how their, their voice is heard and their chants heard and their energy felt all throughout the stadium um, and really do that for 90 minutes, which is going to cascade down on the pitch to, to Jalen and the squad. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to obviously having close to 75 is was a magical moment and a, and a record breaking moment. But, you know, for consistency purposes, how do we, you know, bring that energy and have that felt, you know, with 30,000 in the building, which is going to rival, you know, some of the best atmospheres um, across the league. So if we just continue to do that and just, you know, bring that excitement, you know, I think our match presentation and in-game entertainment, um, you know, is a component of that as well, just to bring that excitement and, and a new version of entertainment into the market. You know, I think fans will come and gravitate to, to what we're building here with the club. What, what you got, Jalen? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, th- I think I agree. Um, I mean, obviously, when you have 75,000 or close to, uh, it's an amazing feeling. And especially as a player, you want to try to have the fans keep coming to the games to keep supporting us. Um, you know, obviously, and, you know, obviously from a fan's perspective, I know, you know, you want to go to a game, you want your team to win. So, 
uh, or at least produce a good game. So like we, we, but as players, we want to go out there, you know, play the best of our ability and, you know, show the fans that like, you know, we're, we're a really good team. And we, you know, every, every time we come off the pitch, we want to have the fans saying like, okay, like I'm coming the next one. Like these guys are good. Like, you know what I mean? So um, it's also from a player perspective as well that, you know, we have to, you know, show the fans that their support, you know, really matters to us and that it really helps us out because, I mean, having 74,000, like, we didn't come with a result, but, like, at the end of the day, I feel like we played really well. And, you know, as a, you know, player, we were just, we were amazed at how many fans that were there. And, you know, I'm, I hope that, you know, a lot of fans enjoyed the game. Um, obviously, with us being here, it's something new for the city. Like, obviously, you've had, Hornets, who've kind of been around with a while, a while with the Bobcats, and you know Panthers have been around here for a while, and Knights being here, um, but we're like we're kind of that new standout team that's gotta you know hopefully build the city up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and so that, that's why from a team perspective, you know we want those fans to keep coming, and we know that you know maybe it's not gonna be seventy four, seventy five thousand each game, which is totally fine, but um, as long as we have a a good solid you know fan base, you know each and every game, that's that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah, I think um, with, I mean, for those that don't know, soccer is very big in North Carolina. And I think that, uh, I think the, the base is just definitely there. Just a matter of, of course, one, building the awareness, build, and then, of course, having the product there that people want uh, want to come see. Now, you actually did bring up a, a, a good point, I think, that, uh, that Mark wants to ask. Before I do that, I, I would be remiss if I didn't at least acknowledge um, um, back on Sunday, the uh, first ever goal um, by Charlotte Sea was scored by another North Carolina native, uh, Adam Armour. And um, of course, for those for those of y'all that don't know, like I'm a I'm my hometown is Kingston, North Carolina, like uh, over in Eastern North Carolina. Of course, we got someone from Raleigh, we got someone from Charlotte, I think. And with Adam being from from North Carolina, like like what does it mean for y'all t- for? Just that moment that that first goal was scored by a, a, a literal kid from North Carolina. Like what? Like what? What? Um, what impact is that? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I think it's just a, you know a good feeling. You have, um, you know, you have a North Carolina you know product scoring for you know the biggest team in North Carolina. Uh, the biggest. I mean, biggest pro team. You know, here. Um, it's just, it's something that you can't really make up. Like, you know, you have, you know, it's just kind of things that you think of like, oh, Charlotte FC. Oh yeah. The, the goal that was scored was by, you know, North Carolina native. Like it's something that you can't really just like bring up like that. So, uh, you know, I'm really happy for him and, you know, he's done, you know, really well so far. And, uh, you know, I hope he just keeps kind of pushing and hopefully it's just the start for him and, you know, everybody else, obviously, getting that first goal for us as a team, kind of get like get some pressure off our backs a little bit because I think that's what we we're all looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we have that, you know, kind of off our shoulders, you know, we're now it's just kind of free flow and playing. And now, you know, we hopefully a couple more goals will keep coming. So, um, but yeah, it just, it just means a lot that, you know, he was kind of that one to, you know, score that goal being a North Carolina native. What you got, Pancake? Yeah, I thought I went, I thought it was amazing. I went, I went crazy. I, I, I celebrated like we just won the final or something, man. <laughs> For that goal. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, uh, what, what'd you have, Mark? Oh, no, I didn't have anything yet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, to piggyback on what you were saying, Jalen, like, uh, I, 
Now, now with Charlotte FC being um, in, in in the league playing games, like like what does it mean to have this MLS team in the uh, Carol- Carolinas, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, covering those two er- two states? And what do you, what presence do you hope that Charlotte FC serves for the immediate Charlotte community com- um, community and the Metro Atlanta community? Yeah, so I mean, I think just you know, playing for Charlotte FC is, you know, kind of an honor and a blessing in, in a way. Um, you know, growing up, I, you know, I played for, you know, a local, you know, Charlotte team in the academy. Um, you know, at the time, like it was always, you know, I wanted to have, you know, that pro team to kind of look up to, to play for. And at the time it, it wasn't there, but which is, you know, totally fine. Like I, you know, had to reconstruct myself. I went to Kansas. Um, you know, I was in Kansas when I found out, you know, Charlotte FC got the team and, you know, me and my mom were kind of thinking like, you know, at you know one point in my life, like, you know, I want to come back and play for Charlotte FC. It's something that I've been, you know, wanting to do my whole life. But, um, you know, it came way sooner than I thought. Uh, and that's something that, you know, I'm very, you know, proud of that, you know, they finally got a team, you know, play kind of play in my hometown a little bit. And um, because I just think it, it, it brings so much to this, like the Charlotte community in, in general. Um, like I said before, you have the Hornets, you have the Panthers, you have the Knights. Um, but like, we're like kind of like that new kid on the block that brings something different to everybody. And now with Charlotte FC, you give, you know, kids that, you know, were like me, you know, being 13, 12, 14, that now have a goal in mind to say, you know, I want to play for Charlotte FC. Like, you know, this is where I'm growing up. This is where I want to play. Uh, mm-hmm. so it just gives that kind of opportunity to them, um, to that, that the younger community a little bit. And I think. Um, just, just as a whole, you bring, you know, I think soccer in general in America is growing and, you know, I think Charlotte just in general is having that big, bigger influence on the game in, in, in the U S. So, um, you know, it's just, it's really good to see that, you know, to show that, you know, Charlotte's just a big city for soccer and, uh, kind of shows like the rest of the league and the rest of the, um, the rest of the cities and, you know, United States that, you know, soccer is a big time thing, you know, hopefully we can just keep, you know, building it as a whole in general as a country. Now, for you, Darius, as someone that's uh, working in from the uh, the front office side, uh, following your playing days, like, like, what is what does it mean for you to kind of like help help the organization as well as the team um, growing up in the area? Yeah, man, it's uh, it's inspirational for me. Uh, you know, similar to Jaden, like I I grew up playing in, in Raleigh, and you know, back then it was it was DC United was the closest MLS team that, you know, that I really had to, to go watch. Um, and then we had some, some local, you know, a league and, and, and minor league teams in, in the Raleigh area, but, you know, mm-hmm. it would have been a dream for me to play for, you know, play for a hometown club. And, you know, it's amazing for, you know, for, for players like Jalen to get that opportunity to play in front of your, your family and friends and, you know, acquaintances. Um, so, you know, Jalen, I can't imagine what that was like to play in front of, you know, 74, 75,000 fans. It had to be, you know, a surreal moment. So just to, to play a small part in that and then helping, you know, you know, players like Jalen, you know, realize that dream, I think is incredible. And that's, you know, something that's going to continue to snowball and, and gives kids um, and young players in the area and the market throughout the Carolinas something to aspire to be and something to aspire to do. And, you know, it gives, there's so much young talent in, in the Carolinas and, you know, Charlotte FC was, you know, around when, when Jalen was, you know, coming through his homegrown days, he, he would have been a Charlotte FC, you know, homegrown, but there's so many more Jalens in, in the Carolinas. Um, there's more Adam Armors in the Carolinas that, 
you know, hopefully, you know, if we're doing our job here from a front office standpoint and on the technical side, we'll continue to, to nurture and grow that talent and keep them here in the Carolinas and they'll be Charlotte FC products and, you know, they'll be the next ones that younger kids continue to look up to. So I, I really think that's the impact that we can make from an on the pitch and community standpoint is just to, you know, be inspired and, and, and have players on our team that our community looks up to and wants to be like and hopefully can see themselves and envision themselves on the pitch one day. Cool, cool, cool. Now, um, now Mark, yeah, what you got, Mark? Yeah, actually, I was going to ask a question to Pancake, kind of piggybacking off of this topic. Uh, so, of course, you know, we've talked about uh, how uh, Charlotte FC, you know, kind of went uh, far and wide in terms of reaching out to the fan base, right? Of course, uh, for you, they, you know, went out to Asheville, which is, uh, yeah. and, you know, for you who lives in Cherokee, that's about 45 minutes away. So, I mean, like, it was still, you know, fairly close. Um, what do you kind of speak on like what the team has done well in terms of, uh, reaching out and where they can improve in your opinion? Yeah, I think they, that they've did well. Like, um, they had events prior to the season in Asheville. They had, um, they had one at Wicked Weed in Asheville and I think that did well to grow. And, and then now we have the official supporters bar in Asheville and the team rehab reached out to them and I think that helps grow a lot you know have like an official bar and mm-hmm. so I think that's good and I I don't really have too many complaints about it like them to help them keep growing because so I think mm-hmm. the track that they're on right now is I think it's pretty on point so far and in, in that aspect of it pancake if you do shoot those two be on the side <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like I mean it's it's uh, nothing but uh but onward and upward for um for for Charlotte uh, and and uh, and the team now got a got a question here for uh, for Mr. Barnes like I said before we before we wrap up here because uh, you know today's uh, uh, tourney day first day of the tournament y'all got one more in you for uh, Coach K? <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a tough, it's, it's gonna be tough it's, it's it's gonna be tough but we'll, we'll make a run we'll make a run. I, I've been talking to a lot of colleagues today and they, they got us going out in the second round of Davidson, which I don't, I don't, I don't really Man, know how I, I feel I about. Actually, I actually agree with that, though. That's oh. <laughs> Come on, Jalen. Don't do me like that. Don't, no, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Shit. <laughs> I'm a North Carolina native. You know, it's either Duke or anybody against Duke. Sorry, sorry. That, that's the one. That's the one thing I've learned since I've been to Charlotte, man. I'm in. I'm in Carolina territory, but I welcome the hate. I, I thrive with the hate, so it's all good. See, I, I'm the I'm the unicorn around here because, like, because my dad he played for uh, he played football for NC State, so like that's my that's my cross to bear. And of course, this year they were just horrible. And so, like, between that and the other team I follow will be Georgetown. They they were horrible this year. So like really, my brackets are are pretty much you know it's it's all chaos. So uh, oh, you're like, doing like, you're doing NIT brackets, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like who y'all who y'all got in um, winning it all? If it's uh, not Duke, if it's not Duke, oh, I have no idea. I'm I'm gonna probably go with Gonzaga. I, th- I think yeah, Gonzaga is gonna have that. Gonzaga as well. It's... Yeah, they, they they went out in the final last year. I can see them coming back for revenge this year, similar to what the, the Tar Heels did a couple years ago when they lost mm-hmm. to Villanova. So I, I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that one. I might have to go with Gonzaga also. Like it's it's so weird right now because it's like I think all the big three teams like they're in such a transition right now. Of course, with Coach K going out. 
just oh, of course this is um uh, Coach Hubert's uh, first year at UNC. I'm not sure what's going to happen with NC State because because I've said for a while like Keith just has to just just make it make it to win. Coach K and, and Roy retired now that they're both about to be gone. It's like it's it's about to be a, a bit of a free frost. So it's going to be like the next couple of years is going to be real interesting. But yeah, but yeah, hopefully, uh, like I said, uh, I, I wish nothing but bad things on you. <laughs> <laughs> But all, yes. right, all right, all right. Get your own yeah. credential next time, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been uh, great having you guys on again. Uh, we have uh, Darius Barnes, Taylor Lindsay, uh and of course, the infamous Pancake uh, on this on with the show. Of course, again, nothing but uh, great success, except for got about another month ago before that next United game. So we'll, we'll I was be, just looking uh, up hotels in Charlotte. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, better hotels, please. We'll get to that into a bit down. But yes, thank you guys. We definitely appreciate the time and uh, so y'all, y'all, y'all take care. All right, yeah, peace. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Describe that emotion for you when you found out that the team was going to be announced. I'm not even going to lie, I cried. Really? I cried. Really? I have a passion for soccer. I played soccer in college. I got injured, unfortunately, but soccer is life, man. All right, so what now specifically? Now, Charlotte has been compared to Atlanta, and we from Atlanta, all right? Now, there's always talking about the black culture in Atlanta, but Charlotte also gets mentioned a lot, too. How do you think soccer here in Charlotte is going to impact the black community here in Charlotte? I feel like it's going to impact it in a positive way because, you know, I'm one of the people that like to give back to the community and I love when I see my black people in increasing and uh, joining in on what's going on, especially with soccer. Soccer is a po- it's positive, so we need more positivity, especially in the black culture. You know, we got to stop the killing, stop fighting each other, and just join forces. Okay, so now I'm not going to try to guess your age or anything, but as you said, your time playing is is done, right? Now this next generation coming up, do you see this being a great impact on how the youth is with the black youth? Do you think there's going to be more black kids playing the game due to just simply having an MLS team here? It can, but like I said, we got to get back in the community, get the black kids involved, you know, Get them excited about what's coming, what the soccer, you know, the culture. We got to get them excited about it. And if we can do that, I feel like we can save a lot of these young kids. Okay, so um, now back to, like, the actual team and everything. Last week's game was a tough one, right? (laughs) Okay, okay, yep. No words says a lot of words. Um, But what is your expectation going into tonight's game as a home opener? You know, we – Talking about 70, 75,000 people breaking records, breaking Atlanta records, damn it. Um, but what is your expectation going to tonight's game? My expectation, it, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Wait, does that mean that it could be lit, but y'all still take an L? I mean, I feel like our energy is going to bring their energy. So even if we take the L, we still going to have a fun time, be excited. We still going to enjoy it. I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's about family, it's about culture, it's about people. 
Okay, so if y'all take that high L, um, is there an after party still after you taking the high L? Of course, you celebrate. You celebrate the losers, you know. You lose the win. It's a it's a learning experience. So. All right, so. It's never a loss. It's always a win. Oh, that's a great way to end it. Well, thank you for your time, Sean. I appreciate thank you. it. <laughs>
Hey, Scott, as we always say here in Atlanta, we full. Don't come back. Uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming yeah. through. Stay out there. I'm coming. There. We full. I'm, not, I'm coming we through. Full. I'm coming through. Uh-huh. Nah, I'm going to be hostile. You want to spread your wings. You want to spread your wings and all that stuff. Oh. Stay out there. Oh, uh, and, and speaking of, speaking of we, we full and now from Atlanta, um, uh, Amaretta yeah. did mm-hmm. the Golden Spike on 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 Sunday. And I've been meaning to get y'all two on this pod for about a whole month since that song came out. I just want to know this. So, according to her standards, is Decatur not Atlanta? No, it's not. You're not in. Are you? Wait, time out. Are you in Atlanta? Are you in the the county of Atlanta? Nah, uh, you ain't in Atlanta. Fulton. You in Fulton? So, so no. are you in the city limits? Are you in the Atlanta city limits? So I I, I definitely think that, that, you know, as someone I've always said, especially with people who met me at Howard, I was always like, yo, I'm from Stone Mountain, Stone Mountain. They was like, oh, you from Atlanta? I was like, nah, I'm from Stone Mountain. Like, because my experience is different than someone who grew up in the A. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I went to school in Atlanta. (laughs) My parents' Mm -hmm. office was in Atlanta. Like, mm-hmm. I was in Atlanta probably more than I was in Stone Mountain as far as, like, the upbringing. But even mm-hmm. still then, I didn't say Atlanta all the time. But here's the thing. As anybody who's born and raised within the real confines of Metro Atlanta, yep. Atlanta mm-hmm. is a personality. Yes. Atlanta is a culture. Yes. Atlanta is a mentality. Okay. So, like, you know, talking about, you know, so-and-so's not Atlanta, this and that, that's, that's good for, you know, the, the, the debates and discussions. But the real folk that are from Atlanta, born and raised and everything, and seen how the city got changed from the Olympics to Freaknik to mm-hmm. everything on after, mm-hmm. you can claim Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, hey, if you almost I got popped, like, yeah, you can you can claim Atlanta. I, I mean, the fact that, like, you know, we all dodge bullets. <laughs> you know, it's fashion. And so it's like, yeah. I mean, you know, when you get into the like, if there's a hierarchy, sure, okay, by all means, you can yeah, add. Yeah, it. I'm still, like I, Tuesday, I always say, like, I was born and raised in Stone Mountain, because I wear that pride was different because that was the home of the KKK, and I'm like, right. yo, I survived that shit, you know. What I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so give me my flowers on that shit. You might okay. survive Grady, you might be a Grady baby and survive that shit, but I survived the KKK while you was in the Grady Hospital. You see what I'm saying? So it's like. That's all a part of Atlanta mentality. And mm-hmm. that still is Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Atlanta. I feel that. Yeah. And so like all that that that's the shit that makes me proud of our our metro area yes. city. That yes. you know, even though people from Decatur, people from Smyrna, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they all might rep the A. But yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I always kinda have this feeling like, you know, if if it takes more than thirty minutes to get to your house, then you ain't from the A. That's kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. my I kind of that. thing. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, I mean, I think this song more so, she was directing it at people who ain't from Atlanta in a sense that then are trying to when you in Duluth and you up there talking about hell yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Yeah, right. Yeah, see, I'm yo, in Dalton. Yeah. Talk about that's, some Atlanta. That's too far. Like, so yeah. like, what about, okay, let, let's see, uh, is, uh, is Roswell too, too, too far? No, it's not Atlanta. No, it's not Atlanta. That's okay, not Atlanta. That's 45 uh, minutes. That's 45 is, minutes. Is, uh, is Doraville uh, speed adjustment that's too far? That's uh-uh. too far. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. 
I wouldn't call it that. Let's see. I have a map right here. Let me let me see here. College uh, <laughs> is College Park not Atlanta? No, nah, I mean College Park is Atlanta. College Park is Atlanta. Cause yeah, so, yeah. Okay, the airport. Yeah, it's right there. Where? Yeah, it's in College Park. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, College Park. Yeah, hey, if you up there dodging the bullets of College Park, hell yeah, welcome to Atlanta, baby. <laughs> Thank you. On National Road. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. East Point, like, I, like, I, I have grown up. Hey, East Point. A, I was standard of West Atlanta, and I'm like, hold on, y'all telling me that that, that, so, that East Point in Atlanta? Yeah, no, it's Atlanta. Oh, don't get that twisted, because you could get. I saw. I was born in South Fulton. That's technically Atlanta as East Point. Grew up in Southwest Atlanta. Born, were, wait, were you born in Cleveland Ave? The hospital of Cleveland Ave? The Well Star Cleveland Ave? No, not the no, not the Well Star. It's the uh, South Fulton. Oh, you said okay. My bad. The my South bad. Fulton. Okay. Yeah, I was all in the right, yeah. All right, all right. I was surprised. Okay, right. Hello, we here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> oops. But uh, uh, no, 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 no. But <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. I grew up in Southwest Atlanta. Hey, I, I, I live behind Greenbrier Mall, so perspective. Mm, that's Atlanta, baby. When 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 we talk about Freaknik, and then you know people they fucked up the mall. Yeah, I remember that. If I could, buy, if I could build a time machine for one thing, I would go back. First, I would oh, yeah. go back to my early twenties, and then I would go back to Freaknik night in the nineties. Because like, because like, so growing up in Virginia, of course, we had a uh, we had Black College Weekend up in um at Kings Dominion, and. Like I said I, oh, I think I that that was, that was that was like the junior freak Nick. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you go up, uh, bike weekend, bike weekend, Daytona Beach. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I definitely got some stories about about um about those weekends. Like man, listen. But uh, but. You know, as far as the whole Atlanta debate, you know, I, I think it's funny and it, it's cute because, like, you know, um, she's really. Yeah. I mean, if you if you get sensitive about it, then you know you you ain't from Atlanta. Then that's what I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that, again, it's, 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 it's that a mentality. Yeah, it's a mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get really hurt, like, no man, I'm from Atlanta. Like, if you don't know, then you probably ain't from, you ain't from, from here. Yeah, that's, that's why she targeting. That's what she do. Who all the people she was talking about was gonna get sensitive. Everybody else, yo. Was so, like, yeah. so I, I was surprised in the remix with uh Lotto that mm-hmm. she didn't bring up Twenty One Savage because she was like, you know, Sierra, she's not Atlanta. You know, blah blah. blah uh, Ludacris is not Atlanta. I was surprised she didn't say Twenty One. On there because you know he's he's always talk, you know talking about Zone Six and this now and whatever you know Columbia Road and all that. But <laughs> well, technically, we know we know he we know he's Sir Twenty One. You know he, he's united. <laughs> you see how we see how we balance this this episode with we had a lot of a lot of Charlotte and then we had to make sure we had to balance up with a whole lot of Atlanta uh, towards yeah. you. Know, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. But um. But uh, shit, I, I, I should have kept um, uh, pancake one, going. Zone four. I should have kept uh, pancake going because, like, of course, uh, I'll be remiss if we did not um, show off his uh, his new FTC aim set. Shout out to the Eastern dope, Band, dope, uh, Cherokee, dope. out in um, Cherokee, North Carolina, and uh, yeah, you know, like, so, like honestly, I I have been 
like I said, we have been recording, but I have been very busy. Like I said, you guys see one that uh, we've done for I said a couple of people while I'm down here. Shout out to Rachel. Shout out to uh, Pablo. Uh, shout out to DeAndre. Um, like I said, yeah, I've been cutting and pressing, and so ran into a bit of an issue the past couple of weeks. So our normal vendor that would typically do like our printed name sets uh, just up and said like you know what we're not doing this anymore no notice no nothing and yeah that kind of left us a bit in the in the lull for about a good week and a half uh but shout out to um jose and our guys at um at way down south uh they actually referred us to uh actually a black owned um vinyl spot up in mabel georgia um Still be called the Atlanta Vinyl Store. Not Atlanta. Not Atlanta. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it depends. Depending on where you are in Mableton, though, you can't get you uh, can't get synced about. It's true. It'll sneak up on you. It'll and, sneak up on you. And I'll still, you can get you be like, oop. <laughs> oh man. My mom was in the good part of I'll still. But yeah, you can be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still was surprised. It will. It will. Oh, hey, South Boom Parkway, all that. Yeah, was- all that. <laughs> And um, yeah, they were able to, to hook us up, and um, I see. I'm, I'm actually because like they have a, a whole different process, and um, it actually allows us to print everything kind of like on demand. So like depend, like whether it's a, a, a fast week or a slow week, we can still get stuff printed out sooner rather. Ooh, so I'm gonna get my. That's I'm like, gonna get know, my things. You know, shea butter, pandemonium, like y'all, y'all. I think y'all can holler at us. I think well, we, we can get this done. I put in request for shirts. I got. I said we can make this work. We can make it, Thank we you. Can make it happen. Like I said, and that's a I'm very beautiful array array of merch on behind you. That's and um, it, it, it's dope. Cool. I'm jealous. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I'm like I work for SEC. I ain't got no. I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see Papa presses on. Oh, there. you see, Grego, how she mm. got that? I ain't got that yet. Well, no, right? I'm gonna wear it to the grain. I think it's gonna be cold enough too. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I'm just gonna see right. reaction. That's what. I, that's what. I, that's what I want to see. I, I mean, you might. You might have to record that. You might have to. <laughs> okay. All right. Bet that up. Bet that up. All right. All right. But, uh, cool. But yes. Cool. Make Bet sure, it like I said, it's, it's that time of year. We have MLS kits are already out. NWSL kits oh. are starting to come out. I, do, I know we just saw the. Um, OL Reigns uh, just came out with uh, with kits, and uh, also, also shout out to mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka for for breaking out the <laughs> the um, uh, the uh, North Carolina Courage uh, kits that just came out uh, last week. So, hey, yeah. uh, and also props to Naomi for addressing the crowd on that BS the other night too. Yes, you yes, know yes. Naomi is always you know. Not always, but like you know, she's really taking a stand as far as people's mental health and everything. She got to. And, and she was getting heckled the other night, and she addressed the crowd on that. And you know, people always try to say, "Oh, you're a professional, suck it up." You just not worth. At the end of the day, you know, these people are human beings. Like exactly, you know. And so, props to her as well too. You know, she's she's still like people forget how young she is too. <laughs> like. Right. like I, I could not imagine being that age and doing what she's doing in that spotlight. And, and, and everybody doesn't have be. the same personality. It's like people just just think that just because you're out here on on a major stage and just that you just handle shit this all the same way. It's like no, you don't. And I think that 
she's bringing to light the fact that, you know, professional athletes are are often very sensitive about a whole lot of shit. And mm-hmm. some people are able to, you know, tuck it in and, and just no, and not sell it. But, you know, sometimes you can't sell it. And sometimes it just, you got to react to it right there on the spot. And uh, I commend her for just being able to like, at least get to the point where she's able to address it directly. Because I know before things weren't, weren't, um, weren't handled in, in, uh, in the same way. So, I said that's that's growth, that's progress, and that's that's all that you know we can we can hope for is that she can go out here and, and do what she loves, and 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 not have all these people just fuck with her like that. But um, but yeah, make sure you go to ftcutd.myshopify.com, get your name sets, shirts, and and assorted uh goodies and everything. Cause yeah, we uh we back in business, baby. Um, oh. Oh, before I forget, uh, well, by the time y'all probably get this, the, the tournament would have already started. But of course, I will we'll make sure to post it on the socials. The uh, FTC uh, twenty two bracket challenge is wait. Up say butter got one too. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to plug y'all too. That's easy. Yeah, I'm so, yeah. Um, yeah, if you haven't done so already, make sure you hop on that because I know the tournament starts on Thursday, and yes, the TVs will be on. It'd be like um like it was in middle school. You got got the TVs on. Like oh, we just watched the game. It's like. Like we 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 just chilling. Well, y'all y'all didn't have that. Oh no, I had that. Oh no, no, we did. Yeah, but I I was in high school, but you know. So. I know, man. Old man. <laughs> Old wise man. Yeah. I, I was in high school. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. The winner of of the uh, challenge uh, gets a free item of uh, customized merch from FTC and. Uh, so yeah, make sure you do that. Also on the women's side, Shea Butter is running a challenge as well. Make sure you get on that as well. All I know is um, it's not going about that's really all I got. No, 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 no. Howard what? is upsetting South Carolina in the first round. Whoa. Yep, I said it. Yep. Bison is taking it first round. Upset <laughs> alert. I called it. Called Whoa. It. Yeah, Camp. Scott doesn't seem too confident about that one. <laughs> hey, shocked the world. We shocked the world. We shocked the world. Nah, 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 nah. Who's going to shock the world? Georgia Tech going to win the second game. They potentially. <laughs> Stanford's not going to yeet Georgia Tech into the next dimension, but it's okay. I got faith in them. Actually, that's a weird bracket. I don't know who's going to take what. Okay. People talking about you kind of about to Delta stroll into the. Yeah, I, I think I think, <laughs> I think Delta stroll. I, I think you kind of like. I think we're, yo, we're, they got we're, set up. ESPN put them in the you in the Connecticut region as a two seed. Uh, oh, shocker there! <laughs> but I will say, um, Gino for uh, my original home team, NC State, got a shot. Oh, they had some shit. They got a shot, but they ain't a, that's a that's a balanced bracket side of the bracket. You got a real they, shot. They got they got they got they should be mad. I said, well, they we'll, did them like that. We'll see, how, we'll see how it goes down. Like I said, but yeah, make sure that y'all take part and uh, support both us and also uh, Shea Butter as well. But let's uh, hop up in uh, two up and two downs. Uh, I don't want to go first. I want I want the boss because because of course. For those of y'all that don't know, uh, this is uh, Tony's last episode for the next few weeks. Uh, did, 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 has Putin fucked up your own trip yet? 
So it's interesting you say that because uh, I don't know if you've seen the headlines. Uh, so the reason why Gregor said that Thursday in two days I'll be uh, taking off for uh, Turkey, Istanbul. And uh-huh. so I'll be gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, this is for vacation. This is for me to actually let my hair down. Oh. And relax. Because <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm like Alicia Keys. Because I deserve it. And I deserve it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm taking care of my mental. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm attacking my uh, bucket list. I've always wanted to go to Istanbul. I've always been fascinated with the culture and the history of of it and everything. So I will be gone for a couple of weeks in Istanbul. And it's funny you say that, you know, it's still, you know, the, you know, we talked about Chelsea today. Uh, Roman Abramovich has been uh, spotted in Istanbul. Uh, and so, you know, he's on the run. Hey, holla at my boy for me. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> pull up on me. <laughs> I mean, I heard that he heard that I was going to be there, and he was like, "Yo, Tony, I need to pick, pick your brain for a while." You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, okay. You know, so that that's why Roman <laughs> is going to Istanbul because he heard I was going to be there. You know, because you know I talk like Stephen A. You know, and so uh, while my forehead actually starts back here, you see my hairline because I <laughs> you know, don't know when to let it go. But you know. I can relate to Kevin Durant with the spotty hair and also with LeBron. We all have hair issues. Sorry. Um, so, two up, two down. I'm doing... I think we're good. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And go. I don't know how I can repeat the <laughs> previous. I said, we, we, like I said, we we are this is this is the deep deep our deep edit. So for y'all that that, that are catching this, like I so said, we got the we had the the. Unplug and replug and everything. So yeah, we got Tony back here with a two up and two down. Like I said, we he's heading out to Turkey on Thursday. So by the time this thing drop, he gonna be in the air. And uh, what's uh, what's what else you got going on, man? So yeah, that's that's uh, up number one, uh, and up number two. Uh, you know, you talk about you know we just had this conversation about who's from Atlanta, not from Atlanta, everything like that. Uh, True ATLians right now are listening to Earth Gang. And if you listen to Earth Gang's album, uh, there's a song on there that's called Strong Friends. And, you know, we just referenced about Naomi Osaka and what she's dealing with as far as, you know, people's mental health and everything. Uh, there's a song on there called Strong Friends that really talks about, uh, checking in with your strong friends when you think they got everything handled. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, you know, not really recognizing people's icebergs and what's going on and going on underneath. And ever since I heard that song, like I was like, it struck a chord with me. And so what I challenge everybody else, you know, on this team and people who listen to this podcast and watching YouTube and everything like that, please check on not only your strong friends, but also obviously the, the friends that needs, you know, some help. And so mm-hmm. that song 
you know, it's great to see that our brothers, you know, repping the A. You know, it's not always about Freak Nick and the booty clubs and, you know, uh, Waffle House. Uh, but it's so nice. <laughs> but, and the reason why it's so nice is because, like, that might be our, our way of handling all the that's self care. That's self care. That's stuff that's going underneath for us. So, um, booty is self care. Yeah, exactly. so I've been really chilling with the Earth Gang album and everything. It's not their best, <laughs> but it goes with a you know it, it it definitely touches about some real stuff. So uh, I'm happy about that. And hopefully, when I come back, I have some updates about the culture in Turkey. Uh, as far you gonna get as, a tan? What's that? You gonna get a tan? Look here. You know what? <laughs> Just because you finally. Finally moved like you know when you go to Home Depot and you try and get paints to match the room, the paint and everything like that. You know, there's like one end of the spectrum. You're like, oh yeah, that's a oh that's a dark yeah that's a dark gray. Yeah, I like that. And then you go to like the eggshell white color range and everything like that. That's where you go to Scott. That's where she's she hangs out in that region. Oh wow! You ain't gonna roast me. Is what taupe. Is taupe the color? We I ain't no taupe. I think that's what we're going with. So I ain't no taupe. Uh, <laughs> you ain't gonna do that. You gonna roast me like that? Hey, this hey, this is my two up, two down. Damn it! All right. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, when I go to Turkey, it's gonna be snowing. It's snowing right there. Right also, now. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So no tan for you. No you gonna regress. <laughs> I'm getting whiter and whiter by the day. <laughs> Damn you! Damn you! All, all, all that good tan that, that that he was working with. Say, you know what? Got to get you pale again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I'm gonna just leave with those two, uh, those two ups. Yeah. Uh, again, be safe out there. Uh, you know. Hopefully, I said get some good content out there. I know, you, I know you plan on going to at least one game. I know, the, of course, how hard it is to get all that together. And, it, uh, it's people don't realize it's difficult to try to get to a match in Turkey because they're trying to cut down the hooliganism and everything. You have to have all the ref card, yeah, to just even get they it. Yeah, they acting so. like they got that um that Ralph Lauren collection already. So you know what, you got to keep the ref raff out of here. <laughs> you said it. All right, do, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Me and Mark, what you got? Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, down, up, up, down. So I'm going to start with, uh, of course, Chelsea FC. You know, we talked about it a little bit. But, um, you know, not so much. Obviously, I don't care about uh, billionaires or, you know, the players would probably be fine. But the staff that had to be, like, partially laid off, you know, you figure there's a number of people living check to check, you know, can't really afford to miss a check. They're probably going to now. And it's just like another example of how this, uh, you know, the war and the conflict affects people who are, who have nothing to do with it. You know, uh, whether it's civilians in Russia, Ukraine or, uh, you know, staff at Chelsea. Um, in terms of the up, uh, so both uh, the men and women squeaked out uh, very dramatic wins. Didn't need all that stress, but uh, especially the women, you know, staying in the title race. But I got to give a shout out, especially, I think, to Emma Hayes and Thomas Tuchel. I think that uh, in terms of managers, Chelsea probably don't have uh, or probably Chelsea probably. Uh, I think they have the best managers you could have uh, for this situation in terms of just, uh, you know, being able to face the media 
you know, looking after the players, you know, kind of knowing what to say um, and just being a brave face. So uh, credit to them and, you know, credit to the players for kind of just uh, blocking it all out and some, you know, still performing. Um, second up, you know, of course, you referenced the trip to Charlotte. Uh, it's been cool, you know, meeting the Charlotte fans, going to the Charlotte game last week. Uh, you know, all of that is a tremendous experience. And one of us, one of us, <laughs> one of us. Nah, they're gonna have to do a little more scoring first for me to maybe even look their way, but no, it's uh, you know, like I said, it's a really welcoming um environment, and uh, you know, to me, like that's what MLS uh should be about. You know, of course, like I think at the end of the day, the fans are uh, the most important part of this league in terms of it, you know, maintaining and growing. Um, and I think that, you know, if you, obviously we have our rivals, but I think it's important as well for fans to build uh, bonds, you know, kind of off the field. Because uh, when, when it comes time to, you know, tell the league what's what, and, you know, we know with U.S. soccer that time will come, uh, we need to be have a united front um and my down uh so i don't think uh i haven't been on here since you know the tragedy in mexico in queretaro and um it's just you know there's just no other word for it it's just uh it's just senseless violence it's not what soccer is about or it should be about you know and i was well surreal for me was i was actually at that charlotte game um you know like just having a blast and you come home and like people didn't come home from a soccer game like that should never ever happen um so you know hopefully uh you know i think one thing in america that we do right is that uh you know no matter who you root for the you know whether it's mls or european teams whatever there tends to be a camaraderie among uh soccer fans and you know that's how it should be you know like it's a game we don't need to be uh fighting each other or harming each other over it um as much as we you know enjoy the game for what it is and also have uh, be able to have the important conversation when it's, you know, when it's time to have those, uh, but, you know, fighting over results, that's not it. And, and not just that we have a league that just don't play that shit. <laughs> and um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this cause like we didn't get a chance to, chance to record last week and really get on that much. I'll say this much. Uh, league MX is very lucky the whole Mexican Federation is lucky because you're talking about a situation that pretty much could put a lot of things in jeopardy for them. You're talking about uh, uh 26 world cup uh, and really any business with MLS going forward. Cause you already have the lease cup that, that's, uh, that's coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. You already have the Campiones cup. Um, of course, there's still talk of a, of, of a proposed merger between the two. I'm like, you really think that, that Don Garbage about to put any fans in that kind of danger where you basically have fans just openly beating up um, on each other. Like, no, 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 no. Like this, like this league doesn't even like people to pop smoke outside the stadium, let alone, you know, have any type of like actual balance inside the stadium. Like, mm-mm. like mm-hmm. I, I would definitely say that, there's probably, especially with uh, the USA uh, going down to Azteca in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, that this uh, I don't think this is it's all the way over. But again, yeah, yeah definitely uh, thoughts and uh, well wishes to everyone that was affected um, in that. And yeah, that's just just wow. Miss Scott Jesus, I, I appreciate you coming on just at the spur of the moment. You know. 
I said, but I, I, I hope that 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 your friends at, at home ain't be like, yo, she there she go recording the thing again. Like there she go. I appreciate night number three. It's all good. Right, right. I ain't producing this though. I'm gonna be asleep. Anyway, <laughs> I gotta eat, then I'm going to sleep. But uh, let's see. I'm gonna do downs first. This daylight savings time nonsense mess up my sleep schedule. Um, and, and, and now it's permanent. The Senate, the, Senate, permanent. the Senate has just talked about it, or it was the Senate has passed it that they're trying to get rid of that. And now the House, it's up to the House, I think. Ain't nobody asked for this. I mean, seriously. Okay, fuck, but I lost my hour of sleep. <laughs> and I get up early, it's dark anyway. So you yes, just talked about yes, sleep does. and eat. So should we call you sleep and eat? Damn, just setting us back. <laughs> Shit. We I say, I just say, I just say, say sleeping. I just say sleeping Kool Aid and watermelon. The sky sleeping eat. That, that's like, like like a really dope Kool Aid podcast. Watermelon. Is it called Kool Aid and watermelon? Sleeping eat FC. Is that what it's called? Hotel Pepsi. No, no, it's not. No. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Watermelon and uh, Kool Aid. Oh, no. Fried chicken. And fried chicken. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mess- You messed up my two up, too. Now I'm messing up yours, goddammit. <laughs> See why I just did Hey, you up there talking about I'm tote. I'm so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, wait a minute. That like, hey, no lotto. My roommate's Peruvian. My roommate's Peruvian, and we have matched skin. And I was like, "Oh shit, oh, nah, we the same nah, nah, color." Nah, 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 no, no, they darker than you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was slightly darker. Yo, he said, "Wait till summertime. time. I got you." I got hey, you. yeah, the Ebony Christmas is like, yo, you're like, you gotta get sun. I'm like, I'm white. I know. That's the Native American ancestry. What's up, Cherokees? Oh, here we go. Every South Blackfoot. Southern Black person. Hey, actually, Cherokee. my great grandparents were full blooded. Spanish. That's a wine silk. Damn, we messed right. up for two thousand. Okay, so yeah, they like seven time messing up my uh, gangster. The gas prices is high. It's six dollars. It's, it's bad enough out here, and we're like like four. I don't want to talk about it. Twenty, but like y'all, who I had to pay almost a hundred to fill up my car. Anyway, oh, no. and so I've, that car I've has been sitting in the garage. One of our, our homegirls out in LA, she had like paid like eighty to full, fill up hers. I'm like, oh no, like yeah, my car has been sitting in my in the garage. It's been at home. Uber Eats. All that they can bring me the food. I'm not driving nowhere. Those good hybrids, Tony, because yeah, we uh kind of need those. <laughs> yeah, that we we and, and why and why is Tony's camera just? <laughs> 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 I get a, a reach out of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is frozen. <laughs> oh no! This this should be his avatar. Oh dang, it's gone there. <laughs> I gotta say, well, got you, got you back. But yeah, I had a, I might have to be on my shiver legs. Um, if you listen to our up with Sam Johnson, then you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, gas prices too high. Let's see, what's some two ups? So some downs. Wait, ups, two oh. ups. Uh, Angel City plays this weekend for the Challenge Cup, the Sippy Cup. Um, so I'm going to that. That's all, gonna be fun. All the stuff. uh. I'm excited for that. 
we've been practicing. We ready. We out here. It's gonna be crazy. Okay. Um, and it, it. don't Tuesday do that. Force. Tuesday. Tuesday fours. They well, I, I'm gonna see because I'm not playing on Saturday. Well, like, but I'm gonna I see if they on the beat. A good time for you to like be observant and be like, okay, some of y'all was offbeat. Some of y'all shouldn't even be out here at all. Some of y'all need to just go ahead and just need to be on the beat. That's all you need it's to be on doing. The beat. Hey, back in the day, I wasn't on the beat. It took time. I had to get on the beat. But I am on the beat, of the beat. It's not necessarily natural. <laughs> 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 all right, and then my other and then my other up. Um, That one, the up, that was a down. Like, y'all got Tom Brady back out here playing. Um, but my other up would be oh yeah women's basketball men's basketball March Madness is coming so I do have one extra down for you though what uh your your other team out here and um, and your boy that decided to go gamble is his his career way why you gotta bring that up you had to bring that up why nobody talk about that that was gonna trade him anyway I thought, uh, see, I thought you were going to reference the uh, the quarterback that they're supposedly maybe. No, 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 and that here. is to try to. So allegedly, supposedly, that's to get the prices up so that those other two individuals that exist in the NFC South don't get them. Mm. I mean, so, I, I need y'all to use names. See, all right, y'all doing a lot of. Uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and Calvin. And Calvin Ridley, who got suspended for a whole year for gambling, $1,500. I'm not even going to lie. I got a free jersey like a year ago, and guess whose jersey it is? Calvin. Is it Calvin's? (laughs) (laughs) It's a collectible now. Hey, so whoever wins the tournament challenge, you get this. (laughs) Look, tag is still on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because ain't no way you were wearing it. <laughs> but uh but yeah. Oh so I appreciate God. you coming on and everything on, on the spur of the moment. Um on a jersey. I see these new name sets. I need my name set. <laughs> I need my shirts. I see the fineness. Oh. I see the detail. Hey, you know, actually I, I I've been in the lab, I've been cooking, I'm in the kitchen. Hey. Hey, and you, got Chris and Pre- you got Chris and Press exclusives. I ain't got that shit. I didn't know you didn't see that. <laughs> you know, she had a passport, and I, and I said we Look just had to, we had to mix in that that gradient, get that soul rosa going in. And I, yo, and I it's heard, so fire. And I heard that you know that away jersey is about to drop imminently, and I'm yes. trying to see what's up with that. Yeah, because I d- I know things. Okay, okay, but um, I'm trying to peep that away jersey for real, for real. But yeah, man, uh, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Yogi for my first up. Uh, he had a uh, a can I kick it uh, round table with uh, many of the black supporter groups, um, and also with the uh, Tigers, which is a Korean uh, supporters group out in LAFC. Of course, you can see their scarf right here. There we go. I got I got my finger right. Um and uh yeah, we just had it's a, a really dope conversation, just you know, kind of like giving each other like their, their backstory, their challenges, their goals and, and, and all that. Like I was able to uh host the uh the uh, episode in place of Yogi who was going full Russell Simmons without the all the craziness behind the 
the scenes and everything. But it was a, it was a really dope um, occasion. Of course, um, Sky was uh, participated. Uh, a lot of voice that that you've heard on this podcast before uh, was were on there. Uh, shout out to uh, just everybody who took part of that and was able to uh, you know just give um, give us their time in um, in voices and everything. Um, that was uh, just uh, just double them. Um, uh, and there's a second shout out. I mentioned it during the interview. Um, uh, Adam Armour, first uh, uh, Charlotte FC goal. He's a North Carolina native. He's uh, um, born out of uh, Burlington, which is like just outside of Cary. And, um, you know, like, like we actually almost had him on the show initially instead of Jalen. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, it's dope to see a black kid from North Carolina scoring a goal for uh, his, uh, his home state's uh, MLS team. Hopefully it's not the last uh, MLS team, but, at least it's the first one, and he's the first, so uh, that's dope of him with that. Um, one quick down. I'm going to make this as brief as I can. I have to give myself a down. It's, it's a bad to Tony because uh, that hotel room in Charlotte, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I got catfish. That's all I really say. But uh, – all I did was as soon as I sat down on that mattress, I was like, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you want, I think you're on mute, Tony. I think you're on mute, Tony. Uh, oh. Yeah, he might, he might have some audio, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just... Uh, See, it's been a while since I've had a I've had to book a hotel room, and like I'm thinking, you know, I'll, I'll just use a red roof in, and just like and that'd be okay, and just uh, yeah, that like. See, I didn't tell Tony this, but like I, I saw a roach with that like the first ten minutes. What? And, I just, <laughs> and wait, yeah, like between I, that, I know, I know the audio because you saw one on the last day, you saw one on Sunday. I saw it on Friday. <laughs> Time out. Wow. Can y'all hear me? Is the audio? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Wait. Time out, Gregor. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that was my bad. That was my bad, man. Hey, y'all. Let me tell y'all about what where we were staying at. All right. So, you know, we we just had that battle about what's Atlanta, not Atlanta, and everything like that. And um, uh, this is not Charlotte. You no, know, it, it's all. Let's talk about what Charlotte and not Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, and we definitely saw we were watching hand to hand deals. We definitely, you know, someone was definitely selling ass. Um, we definitely, uh, you know, it, it was interesting. Like when we checked in, remember the guy said to us, he was like, "Make sure you go out the front door. Don't go out the back door. Don't go. Don't yeah. don't 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 yeah. go out the back door." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, "What? Why do you say that?" Because like it's a back door entrance. I was like, yeah. "Well, but that's where all the action was at the back door." And so, <laughs> like, man, 
Somewhere the door propped up with a damn BB gun box. It was it was some trap house shit, you know. Grego, you gotta be careful when you say, "Yeah, we were recording from the trap." Yeah, (laughs) we were. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's how I do. Yo, what did you? What kind of freaking hotel? Yo, I remember. Hey, Mark, Mark is my witness. Mark, what did I say? I was like, "Yeah, let's do Airbnb." And Greg was like, "Yeah, I remember I, talking to Airbnb. Airbnb. I, I, I was like, you know, I, you know, if we don't have to spend a whole lot, you know, I ain't trying to break it, break anybody's pockets like that. So I said, I, I, the pictures that I saw online looked decent. And then you, we went inside, and I was like, yeah, this is uh, like I said, I'm about if, if you go to my my ancestry.com, I'm like an eighth bougie and." Yeah. Yo, I'm like 75% bougie. I'm in the maze, huh? Right? We know. You as, yeah, you like skin as fuck. We know. Hey, I walked through that. Wow. <laughs> we know you bougie. Duh. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that, that's, uh, that's, that's my bad. Like, so I, like, honestly. And the sad part is, is that the other hotels around there looked even worse. And I was yeah, like, I was like, damn. Like, but I uh, was in the hoods of Charlotte. Yeah, apparently, apparently. I mean, there's. A, I mean, the we good were. thing about it is there's a cookout right there, right there at the corner. Of course, we had that one guy. Yeah, you kicked out I the club. It, it was oh. just loud <laughs> for no reason. Apparently, apparently, he got hit in the in the thing thing at the club. He got cooked out, and he needed a ride. And but he had to get a cookout first, and you know that's probably just probably a commercial that's somewhere. But yeah. That's about that's about like they had the 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 TV was about the size of a surveillance uh, TV, and and yeah, there was definitely some action that was going on next not in the next room next uh, room next to us, and uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, so uh, Grego recorded a soundtrack. So uh, <laughs> wow. I don't know. We have a besi- behind the scenes edit of that. So if y'all want to hear that, <laughs> that will come on. <laughs> you will have to pay nine ninety nine for that. That's um, gonna be on the Patreon. Y'all, had, y'all was in the hill now. <laughs> Hold up. Did, oh, hey, hey, oh, we definitely got some entertainment. And I was like, Hold up. Nobody lasts that long. Somebody. <laughs> They faking at this point. They faking. Somebody's faking it at this point. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Somebody on OF FTC UTD production. Yo. <laughs> hey, Yo. we got a new channel, y'all. <laughs> Subscription. Multiple sources right. of income. Oh, That's right. Oh, That's right. oh man. Uh, uh, quick down. Um, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers growing up uh, passed away on Monday. Uh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, the NWO, like I didn't realize realize, like how impactful he was on the business um, during that period but like like, he was like a a leading driving force uh, with the uh, New World Order with WCW. Um, He's the guy who actually came up with with the Crow uh, thing for Sting, he came up with that. Like a lot of what people enjoyed back during that period, he was the driving force behind behind that. He uh he had a heart attack of uh like I think last week and oh uh, he had he broke his hip and during surgery he had three heart attacks and didn't make it. 
And um, I say, like, I know, like, he's had, like, a lot of uh, health issues the past, like, 10 years or so, but he had seemed about like, to come around. But, you know, I mean, uh, I saw a tribute that was posted online talking about, like, he he might have uh, taken taken three count, but he ain't take that shit clean. So, you know, he, he went out kicking and screaming. So, you know, love and thoughts to all of his colleagues and family and everything for that. And um and then I just want to close out just um again thank you to everybody involved with having us uh, uh take part in this uh, Charlotte experience you know shout out to uh Will Martin, Darius Barnes, um shout out to Pancake, shout out to um this of course the the entire uh, Charlotte FC community. Of course, we, um, as you saw in the videos, like we ran into troops from um, Arsenal Fan TV. We actually ran into Aaron West, and we, uh, we might have some stuff uh, cooking with that one finally. Because, uh, like I said, that's that was uh, behind the scenes. That that's that's been some stuff for a minute, but I'm I'm glad that we finally um, were able to uh, to meet up together. Actually, we actually have a mutual friend, so so that might happen sooner rather than later. Um, but again, thank you to everyone. Thank you, thank you to to Mark. Thank you to Tony. Thank you to Yogi. Thank you to Ty. Thank you to L. Uh, again, you know, the, 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 the teammate made made this work, and um, it's uh, I'm deeply appreciative. Of course, y'all didn't really see me on camera. Like I said I was I was the one working the camera in, in a lot of cases, and, and also with uh, with Mark. But uh, I said, hopefully, you guys just enjoyed uh, what we what we did, and. And uh, we were, we were over there throwing up, Scott. <laughs> you know, you know, hey, time out. You know why you didn't see my camera because he was too dark, and also, that's wow, you didn't see Yogi because he was too dark. Oh, and shit. the reason why I'm saying that is because Yogi had a lot of jokes about that shit this weekend, so <laughs> shots, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, Yogi, but um but yes again thank you to everyone who made this uh this whole experience happen again like hopefully we uh we got some more stuff co uh, coming up in the next uh month or so where we're uh, back out in the road and everything so stay tuned for that um of course in the meantime you can catch up social media ftc UTD. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is a burst. I know, right? How many episodes that took? <laughs> 200. It's <laughs> fucked. God dang. Hey, we need to record. Hey, I hope that's recorded. God damn it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, FTC, UTD, Pydons, TikTok. Uh, you know, of course, make sure you follow our sisters at SBFC underscore podcast at Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you follow Two Cents at Two Cents FC. Make sure you follow Can I Kick It? Make sure you follow uh, Mariah. Make sure you follow uh, Loose Change. Make sure you follow the, the whole Cultureverse. Like I said, make sure all and everybody else in the Cultureverse. Like I said, we see y'all. We're growing. We're like I said, we're growing and we're thriving and uh, so a, lot, a lot more shit's coming up. So, again, thank you to Darius, Jalen, and Pancake for, for joining us. But, yeah, next week, I don't even know what's going on, but I just know 
we, we were supposed to only be recording like 30 minutes of, of intro and outro, but we got like a whole ass episode just by this. But yes, hopefully you guys can hear this for Sky, for Tony, for for Mark, for L, for Ty, for Coach, for TK, Mayor. Mayor's up in, out in New York. So yeah, he's up in New York. So hopefully you're, you're, up, you're up there staying warm and everything. For, um, for Sylves, for, for Nubia, for Georgia. The whole team. The coach is real. Coach is aware. Stay warm. I'm already Don't warm. I'm gonna feel good. It's Don't get sick. And it's in from. I, I guess I'm in Atlanta. So we'll, we'll see y'all soon. And we out. Yeah, yeah, you're Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> FTC UTD.